You are listening to episode 54 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we'll be talking about only the lonely. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello there, you. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling lonely today? I am not feeling lonely at the moment because I'm spending time with you. I love the title of this podcast, Only the Lonely, because it brings to mind one of my favorite Roy Orbison songs. I thought it would be fun to talk about loneliness because it's something that we don't really talk about it in a very textured way. People are either interacting or they're lonely, but there's a lot of nuance to the the feeling or set of feelings that we would label lonely. Now, loneliness is described to me when I work with people or just in conversation. Sometimes it's about not being understood. Like there's a loneliness of people not seeing your perspective or feeling like you're the only one or that you see something that others around you don't see. That can cause a sense of, of loneliness. And there's just a sense of that that you're not being seen, like you're in a group, but they're not, they're they're really not seeing all of you. They're seeing what they want to see, or they're only seeing parts of you. Sometimes people describe lonely to me as a sense of not being validated, whatever that means. I mean, validated is such a curious word to me. When you think of like your parking's been validated, it means it's been stamped. So when you go to check out, you don't have to pay for it. It's like, oh, no, someone on the eighth floor stamped it. I got free parking today. (laughs) So what does that mean in the sense of human interactions? I think it's having that stamp of approval from other people. And when people don't feel like they're getting that stamp of approval or not being validated, it can cause them to have a feeling that they'd label lonely. Then there's loneliness is like not feeling a sense of belonging. I don't feel like I belong there. It's like a like a wider sense of loneliness than the other ones that I described. So that's a breakdown of the different flavors of loneliness that I hear described often. As I've tried to understand what lonely means to me and when or if I feel it and what it actually means, it actually helps me to kind of tease out like, what do I actually think is missing here that I think someone else outside of me could create? I think there are other ways of looking at loneliness. I think sometimes people are like, I just am lonely. And what that can mean sometimes is boredom or they just a desire to be stimulated. They think if I was with other people, We could be doing something, we could be in conversation, we could be engaging my mind in a different way than I am right now. So this idea that being with other people would give you some stimulation and then you wouldn't feel lonely anymore. I also think loneliness sometimes is when you're really spending time with yourself 
And it's an invitation, like sometimes lonely. It's a feeling and you want to be around other people to maybe avoid that sense of loneliness. But sometimes the loneliness is just it's an invitation from you to you. Like, hey, do you want to get to know me better? Like, are you lonely sometimes because you're not sure what you like, what you want to do with your time? And you think if you were with other people, it would be more satisfying? Sometimes I think loneliness is a socialized emotion. And I'll tell you what I mean by that, because there's kind of no such thing. Like there's the emotions or the feelings we have inside our body. But I think sometimes we're socialized or taught that being solo in isolation, a party of one, is is in and of itself lonely, that there is an expectation that a certain quantity or quality of relationships or having other people around to do things with would be an alleviation from the loneliness, which is really interesting. I've actually, I am a very happy independent person, or maybe independent isn't the right word. I, I really like my own company. I can go, I long, long stretches of time just on my own. I feel like these days there's books, movies, people, like there's there's always opportunities to be in connection with other people, real and fictional. And I also can be in my own company without stimulation for an excessive amount of time, which maybe goes to show you Maybe I have just a very exciting interior life. Maybe that's one of the byproducts of being me. (laughs) There's always enough entertainment, just I'm very self-encapsulated. It's been very interesting to me that sometimes people assume that I'm lonely because I do tend to spend a lot of my alone time alone. I think it's even beyond introversion and extroversion. I think these ideas sometimes get conflated. There's being an extrovert, which is I get a lot of energy from being around other people. And then there's introvert, which is I need solo time to recharge my batteries. I like to look at that as about energy creation and expenditure, where I think lonely is a feeling of on your own and not liking the company, maybe. I think loneliness is an interpretation of an experience similar to grief or even Passion, romantic passion is like, ah, like lonely is a sense of being isolated and not wanting it, where grief is a sense of loss and passion is a sense of connection. But what's so interesting about all three of those examples, like as they're all ways to interpret having an experience with another person, ah, we're having this passionate love affair, or I'm grieving the loss of them, or I'm so lonely for somebody. Like I sometimes hear people say, I just, I'm so lonely being alone. And aren't you lonely alone? When really, that's just an interpretation that another person and their presence or their absence or the longing for their presence can create a different experience in your life. And now people listening to this might say, well, doesn't it? Like, doesn't being with someone change your experience? 
I mean, yes and no. It's another person in proximity to you, and maybe they're sending you a message or they're calling you on the phone or you're you're going somewhere and their their body is in proximity with your body. But the real shift is what happens up here between your ears in your mind. It's it's so interesting to see, like, let's use grief as an example. I think some people feel very, very intense grief over the loss of people, experiences, relationships with humans, or even relationships like with a company if they've lost their job. People can feel intense grief, and some people feel maybe no grief. For example, you could lose someone very close to you that you care about very much and not feel grief. And for some people, they think, how is that possible? And it's because what's possible is how different each of us is on our minds. So loneliness, is it a real thing? I think it's, it is one way to describe the way people react to the thoughts that they're having. One person could be in a situation and feel very, very lonely, and another person could be in that same situation and feel just fine. Some people feel lonely, and it actually, it's kind of bittersweet. For some people, it's a terrible condition to be avoided at all costs. Loneliness is a state of mind. It is therefore open to interpretation. If loneliness is a problem for you, that means there are things you can do about it. So how can a person handle loneliness if they're feeling lonely and they don't want to? Because <laughs> you can feel lonely and think it's fine and totally normal. You can feel lonely and maybe you even want to. Who knows? There's billions of us humans and so much permutation on what each one of us can experience. But if you're lonely and you want to do something about it, First, get curious. Why is your mind offering this reaction? Why are you thinking these thoughts? Why is this coming up in your body? Really, with so much love and so much observation, notice, do you judge yourself when you're lonely? Do you make it mean something about you? I'm so lonely and therefore I'm unlovable and I'll be alone forever. Do you judge yourself? Sometimes when you're lonely, and you're feeling lonely, can you can you see, what is that trying to tell you? Is there a gift in that understanding? Question it. Don't take your thinking at face value. For example, you might think, I'm just so lonely. I wish I had someone to hang out with. And maybe you agree with that thought at face value. Maybe it's, I'm lonely, and it's because when I'm on my own, I realize I don't really have anything else to do. I'll give a really specific example is I work with a lot of people who are in transition. Maybe they're their kids or they're growing up, they're turning into adults. And as parents, these people have given so much over like they've been working and raising kids, working, raising kids, working, raising kids, having a family, staying married. And when something shifts and one of those identities is no longer there, It'll come up as like the sense of loneliness. And the loneliness isn't just quick jam more people into the scenario. It's more, 
who who do I want to be in this next phase of life? What interests me? What activities light me up? From there, they can maybe go find people to experience that with. So they solve for the loneliness, not by bringing in more people, but by bringing in more desire. What do I want here? And then from there, maybe they go find the people. Maybe not. Then you get to decide, quite honestly. When you have the feeling of loneliness, you can decide that's a problem. Being lonely is bad. You can decide being lonely is great. It's really, it's all up to you. You know, if if you're going to believe, oh, I'm lonely and think that there's something wrong with it, that may cause you to react a certain way. And I'd offer that lonely is a feeling. It's just one feeling. If you pull up a feeling wheel, you're not only supposed to like half of those feelings. It's all part of being human. It's funny. I drew a circle in the air like you're sitting in the room with me and I could show you, you know, the whole feeling wheel. It's all available to you, including feeling lonely. I'll share a personal story. There were a few months ago where I I realized like I was lonely and it wasn't for people. I'm around people all the time. I'm having good interactions all the time. And because I'm a coach and because all feelings have messages for me, they're not good or bad unless I decide that they are. I was really able to say, okay, lonely. What's this? What what do you want me to know? What's this about? And what came out of it wasn't like, oh, I need to go find people. I need to find more social things. It was something else entirely. And I was so grateful that I didn't just rush to judgment or or hurry to make it go away or tell myself even, you know, this is something that comes up a lot too is you shouldn't feel lonely, blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't try to just dismiss it like it was an unwelcome thing. I just got curious. I questioned it. And then I decided what to make it mean. Well, I invite you to get to know your loneliness this week, especially if you're actively feeling lonely, which many people are after this crazy pandemic experience really shifted a lot of the ways we we interact in the world. So, of course, journal your own thoughts about loneliness. Write what you think of it. Big picture. In concept, what do you think of loneliness? Do you think it's favorable or not? Do you, what'd you learn about it? What were your first experiences of being lonely and how did you respond? How do you watch other people respond to loneliness? Really get to know loneliness like you're studying a new creature that you've found on a hike. (laughs) It's a new woodland creature, the lonely. And then pull it in close. What are your current feelings of loneliness? What are your judgments about loneliness? What are your judgments about people that you would label as being lonely? So that's your invitation this week. Now, of course, I love on the podcast to do a little research. So in the show notes, there are a couple of um, resources. One is about loneliness in America, how the pandemics deepened an epidemic of loneliness. There's an article of just what is loneliness, looking at it from a medical perspective. And then if you want to bring in something that might solve your loneliness is just Hang out with some Roy Orbison. The link to that song is in the show notes. So bum bum dee body dee bum. That's what I have to leave you with this week. 
Have a great one. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.